Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> Happy Tuesday. How are you guys doing today? As always, uh, let's get started with uh, some deep breathing. Okay, just allow yourself to take a couple of nice and long deep breaths. B, how are you doing today? Thank you for being here. Hi, Anna. <laughs> so today, guys, we're going to be talking about the law of attraction again, and we're going to be doing the step number three of this book called The Law of Attraction by Michael J. Lossier. Okay were you guys here in the previous two sessions i'm just curious to know if you were here uh, and you did the first and the second step yes amazing so the first step was to identify your desires okay so gain clarity about what is it that you want to attract into your life that was the step number one okay step number two was to give your desires attention okay uh, hi Lori, nice to see that you were here for the last one. So the second one was to give your desires attention. You can do that by meditation, by visualization, by affirmations, by... There are so many techniques for you to give them attention, okay? So once you have done those two steps, the step number three is to actually allow for that thing to come into your life, okay? And I would like to ask you guys, what does allowing means to you? I'm just curious because it's a very abstract concept and I just want to know what that means to you, like allowing something into your life. What does that mean to you? And feel free to share in the chat whatever comes to your mind because I think it's important to know and it's important to let our understanding flow before I, I share what the book says about it. So don't be shy. Uh, being open, let it be. Thank you, V. Making space for it. Nice. What else is coming up for you guys? So let's say that you got clear fear. So what does that mean, Sue, fear? What does fear has to do with uh, allowing something into your life? Being abandoned. Okay. Go with the flow of what happens. Okay. So detach yourself from the outcome and don't micromanage every step of the way. So trust the process. Uh, just go with the flow. That's beautiful, Lori. Um, so I don't understand being abandoned. What do you mean by that? 
when you are trying to allow something into your life, uh, do you feel abandoned or are you fear of, of being abandoned? Hi, Polly, how are you doing? For those of you who just arrived, uh, I was asking a question uh, that you can participate in. And what does allowing something into your life mean to you? I always like to ask before I share what the book says, because it's very interesting, right? Letting something into your life means giving your time. Thank you, Lynn. Amazing. So giving your time, making space for it, go with the flow of what happens. Great awareness here. So that's great. So it's a combination of all those things. And it's, it's very easy. Uh, it means letting my guard down and trusting the process. Absolutely, Claire. Beautiful. Well said. It doesn't work out. So, okay, so, so you, you are feeling fear of be, feeling abandoned because it doesn't work out, right? That's, that's what you are feeling. And that's, I will say that that's uh, in the last session that we were talking about identifying your desire, that was the first session, there was an exercise that I encourage you guys to do and that was called contrast, okay? That exercise invites you to Identify what you don't want because that's what we that's what we normally focus on majority of the time the things that we don't want and then Change that into a positive statement. Okay, so you can do that in every area of your life And this is the example that I have in my journal when I did the exercise I focus on on my relationship and I focus on my work and for example one thing that came up for me is like a I don't have enough income to sustain us or I'm afraid of not making enough income to sustain us. And then the clarity, the thing that I really want, the thing that I want to attract is abundance of money always comes in. I want to attract abundance of money. I don't want to attract lack of money, right? Another example is like traveling is expensive. I want to go to see my family and traveling is expensive versus I can always travel where I want. I will always have enough money to travel where I want. So I'm attracting that thing. That's my clarity, right? So I will invite you, Sue, I don't know if this, if you resonate with this or not, but I will invite you to do that exercise. Instead of focusing on what's not working, how can you rephrase it in a way that feels good to you? And it doesn't have to be something super positive. You can come up with something that says, I am in the process of finding a way to allow this into my life. I am in the process of starting to understand the law of attraction. Okay, so you are not going too far away that, that you feel that that affirmation, that that statement is not true to you. That was really important too, okay? Thank you, Emilio. It's my birthday. I'm looking for a new chapter. I will do that. Thank you, Sue. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to let you know that it's so easy to fall in that trap. So like this morning, for example, I fall in the trap again uh, with my daughter. My daughter was, she didn't want to get dressed. And instead of me stepping into my calm Emilio and relaxing and just listening to her, asking her questions, I was just triggered. And instead of attracting what I wanted, I started to attract what I didn't want. That is her being upset, me being triggered. And then the situation escalated and it's like, it's so unnecessary but then I made my wife upset and then everything right and it's like why am I doing this why am I self-sabotaging myself again when I already know 
what I can do to make a different outcome. But by this, what I'm trying to say here is that you guys, everybody's going to fall into the same trap a few times, okay? Way more, way more times than we want to. And our job is always to come back from it with more awareness, with more intention, okay? With more excitement to change that. Instead of beating ourselves up, okay, that happened again. What can I do next time to make it less likely for that to happen? How can I change my environment? How can I change my energy, my vibration, my... Way, way more times. <laughs> John, I know that happens and it's gonna keep happening, right? That's why all these exercises coming to these lives keep reminding ourselves of what's important, what's unnecessary, what do we really want in life and why, and then shining the light on those positive things rather than focusing on the negatives. It's important, okay? So the book says that allowing is the absence of doubt, okay? It's basically the absence or the absence of resistance from you, okay? So you want something in your life and then we all have some sort of resistance. Call it a limiting belief, call it uh, an excuse, call it uh, that you don't deserve, that you don't love yourself enough to, to believe that you deserve that thing, okay? There are so many layers of, of resistance that we are going to be facing, okay? So always maintaining that positive vibe. That's so, so important, okay? So allowing occurs in the absence of doubt, okay? So just read that. Allowing is the absence of negative vibration. And negative vibration are produced by feeling doubt. Feeling doubt, something that, that, that cannot be. That's, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Uh, so, and someone mentioned here, once you have the clarity of what you want, it is not your job to micromanage how you're going to get that either. And this is so difficult to understand sometimes because you have to get clear on what you want. You have to really, really feel good about it. And then you have to let it go for the universe to, to manifest it in whatever way it's gonna come. And you have to be okay with that. And that sometimes is so difficult to do because you want that thing so badly that you want to do something about it. And then you just want to do something and then you start controlling and then you start doubting it's not working, it's not coming, what's happening. And then all that is producing negative vibration, right? It's producing doubt, it's producing limiting beliefs, it's producing like self-sabotage, all those things. And then those things are not allowing for that new thing to come into your life. I'm still trying to understand this too, okay? So don't worry if you are going bananas because this concept is not easy to understand. That's why we're doing this session. That's why we're discussing. And maybe there is someone here that is a really good manifester and maybe they can drop something in the chat. Just what I need, Emilia. Great questions to journal about. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. You are most welcome. Uh, okay, so a reminder for those of you who just joined uh, we are following this book called The Law of Attraction by Michael J. Lossier, okay? And then we are on step number three of The Law of Attraction, that is allowing it, allowing things to come into your life, okay? 
So some of the expressions that people say, uh, okay, Alicia says, I struggle with wanting to control it, but also recognizing that there are things that are more amazing that I could imagine. So I shouldn't try to be too specific. Yeah, Alicia, beautiful, beautifully said. Sometimes when you can let it go truly and really trust 100% universe whatever you want to call it that whatever you need is going to come at the right time and it's going to be perfect and well timed when you can step in that trust and that's in that flow is what you say so many times life brings things to you that you couldn't even imagine because you were detached from the outcome you knew what you wanted but you didn't need to control the process you didn't need to micromanage everything along the journey and because you were not doing any of that then you are not generating any negative vibration. You are just flowing through life and that thing will eventually come, okay? Yeah, so not being specific is good. Sometimes we don't need to know the how to. That's not our job, okay? Some of the expressions that people share when they are allowing things into your life, okay? And maybe you can resonate with this. One is, ah, what a relief. Another one, you know, maybe I can have this. And then you are really excited because you are feeling like, wow, this is, seems like real now. It seems like it's gonna happen. I, I have that feeling now. And I can allow that feeling to be in me without, without any conflicting thoughts, right? That's another one, another feeling that feels really good. And you are just in state of like, oh, but you are not doing anything and you don't have to. And you are okay with it. That's another feeling, right? Now this feels possible. That's another expression. Wow, now this feels like I can achieve this. This feels like like close to me, right? Are you guys resonating with any of these three? Do you have any other expressions that you feel when something great comes into your life? Like what do you say to the universe or to yourself? What are some of the expressions that you use? I'm curious to know. And there is no right or wrong way of doing this, guys, because at the end of the day, what we are looking for here is for that good emotion to, to come in us, okay? So Mary says, I've got this. <laughs> what a gift. Amazing, Catherine, yeah. Amazing. So these are things that, that, honestly, start observing what's going on in your life. Start keeping track of the things that you are asking for, okay? Journal those in your journal and, and be specific and then rephrase them to a positive statement of don't focus on what you don't want, focus on what you really truly want. And then start keeping track of is, is anything like this showing up? Is something like this showing up in my life right now? Uh, what a gift. I used to say I'm not good enough. Now I say thank you. Amazing, Claire, I love it. I appreciate how this has shown up. Robbie, amazing. I love that. I appreciate how this has shown up. Thank you, universe. I didn't have to control it. Thank you for just bringing it to me, right? In this uh, magical way that I couldn't even think about. Uh, hi, Lisa from Toronto. Uh, I'm pretty close to you. I'm in Waterloo. Okay, so there is a very nice drawing on the book that represents what allowing means, okay? So let me read this. Alicia says, embracing the, the feeling of the joy of having, having it is so fantastic. I try to use it when manifesting at least once a week. But I really say out loud, me encanta la casa, I love the house, with a big smile and feelings of joy and gratitude. Thank you, Alicia, for sharing. 
and you you will see guys that the law of attraction the law of attraction doesn't understand about future or past or present moment it only understands the emotions that we are sending out the emotions that we are feeling are sending a vibration outside okay so if you are feeling happy for example you are sending a kind of vibration if you are feeling sad or angry you are sending a different kind of vibration true do you guys agree with that when someone is angry uh, you can sense that energy my wife this morning she was sensing my negative energy because i was triggered by my daughter and i wasn't in a good place so she left to a coffee place because she said i need to protect myself you are in a negative space i don't want to be with you i need to go away okay so she was sensing my negative energy so i wasn't sending positive energies this morning okay now i'm trying to send my energy into a way that i'm projecting something better so however you feel that's what you are sending to the universe okay so it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's future past or present moment so what alicia was saying is that she's connecting with that emotion that is in a future emotion call it because maybe she doesn't have what she wants right now but she's attracting that by feeling good about it now and then that's sending a vibration that the universe is going to understand and then the law of attraction is going to give more of that okay I badly need a new home, Lisa. <laughs> uh, yikes, 100%. So, Lisa, what are you doing right now? How are you feeling about, about needing a new home? Do you think you have a positive emotion inside of you and you are kind of like hopeful and, and, and excited? Or will you say that you are kind of feeling like, I need a new home, but I don't know how to find it or, or everything is so expensive or like fear? Okay, wh why are you feeling fear? If you are happy to share, let's just go down with a real example. And by the way, I have the same example as you, Lisa. I also want to move homes, but I, I can identify so many like limiting beliefs, contradictory thoughts that I have inside my head that are not allowing me to really stepping into fully 100% in my new home. So this is normal, okay? So if you want to think about why do you feel fear? If you are happy to share, share in the chats and we can dive deeper into that. Cause I have four pets and hard to find this an affordable place here. Okay, so what is the statement that you are telling yourself, Lisa? Because you have identified, remember the, the exercise that we said, you have, you need the clarity of what you want, okay? So you want a new home that can host your four pets and that is an affordable. So instead of focusing on the, the negative of like, I won't be able to find it. It's very difficult. Uh, finding a place that is cheap for four pets is, is gonna be very challenging. Try to focus on the opposite. What do you really want? And then phrase that. It's like, I would love a home that is big enough, that has X amount of spaces and rooms, that has a patio or maybe like a backyard, and that my pets are running around and they are happy and then, uh, I invite my, my friends over and everything feels so good. There is nice flow. You know what I mean? Like try to visualize what you really want and start focusing on that. And then you will start sending positive vibes instead of negative vibes. Okay. Even the way you say it uh, badly is using a negative word. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lorana, for that. Hi, sorry, I'm late. Hi, Cecilia. Don't worry. 
we are talking about the law of attraction and we are talking about the step number three that is allowing things into your life okay i want to train to be a life coach and keep telling myself i'm not good enough what do i know that will help others claire uh connect with your connect with the, the the motivation inside of you of why do you want to become a life coach okay and becoming a life coach you can you have life experience right you can get training for sure you can become a certified life coach to gain tools and and, and things that you can follow methods but the best life coaches are the ones who struggle to th something in their lives themselves and they were able to go to the other side and by doing that they are able to guide people on that same journey because they have done it themselves so tap into tap into your motivation what is inside of you that is calling out to be i want to become a life coach what kind of life coach what kind of journey are you planning on on taking people on try to connect with that and try to connect with the transformation that you can offer them and then start getting excited about that and if that feels really good keep doing more of that keep exploring more that idea and then that's going to help you mean in many ways first you are going to get clear on what you want to be offering second you are going to be visualizing the journey that you want to attract people into so when you talk to your social media you do promotion stuff you're going to be using a language that is going to attract those specific people rather than everybody right so i hope that this helps and keep exploring that idea and try to notice try to notice if it's positive or negative what's coming out of you okay the emotions that you are feeling when you are telling yourself those things and then rephrase them in a way that they are empowering to you that they change your emotions when you read them okay and then that's gonna help you tune into that positive vibration and that's going to start opening opportunities for you whatever that is right now maybe it's training Maybe it's getting a couple people to work with uh, to get experience. Maybe it's joining a program that you feel inspired. Whatever that is, you don't have to control that, okay? That will, that will come to you when you are ready and when you are allowing things to happen. So get clear of what you want and then everything else will be taken care of, okay? So this exercise here, this example, it's... A great example that visualizes what allowing means okay so there are some marbles here okay so this is a cylinder and then there are some marbles and then some marbles are stuck here because there are there are some toothpicks in here put across the the cylinder okay so the marbles symbolize the things that you are trying to attract into your life okay and the, the these sticks that are across the thing those are your resistance that's the limiting beliefs, the, the resistance that you are facing. And then the marbles, when you want something, the marbles are already falling to here, poop. But they cannot manifest because of your resistance, because of all the resistance that we have inside of us. We are not allowing that thing to calm down. Okay? So let me read the comments. Uh, guess so done was negative, rephrase. I will have so much more time with wash and dry it at home. Yeah, Lenore, if you can do that, that would be amazing. Uh, Alicia says, this has been my process. Maybe you have recommendations. I get calm by listening to peaceful music. Then I imagine and feel what it will be like in my new house, picturing what it looks like, taking a tour through the rooms, thinking of joyous events, 
with friends and family there and even thinking of the smells. I light a candle and I say out loud of my I say out loud to my partner as if it's the day we are moving in. I love the house, my love. Amazing. Uh, Alicia sounds great. I think that that part sounds great. Did you hear Emily's suggestion for you or was that when you couldn't hear? Uh, I missed this whole suggestion because he froze. How can I stick to my positive feelings about money? Okay, so uh, I'm gonna go to Alicia one second. So Alicia, you do this, okay? And then you feel really good. You are visualizing something. You are thinking that you are moving out. I will go even a step further, okay? Wherever you live right now, I want you to think about everything that you love about that space. Everything that you love about your current home right now. Everything. I love the location or I love how bright it is. I love how warm it is. I love uh, how cozy and small it is. I love whatever that is. Only the good stuff, okay? And then start visualizing that home going to someone else that is going to love it too. Start visualizing a family or a person, an individual moving into your existing home and they love the place and they love it so much and everything is good. And then start identifying when do you switch to a negative, okay? When do you switch to a lack? When do you feel that you go, your thinking goes to a place where you don't feel as good anymore? Start noticing those things. And then when you notice that you are sending like, oh, now I'm focusing on, on the lack of my house. Now I'm focusing on how difficult it's going to be. That's when you have to stop and then rephrase things and then do the work again, okay? I hope that that's helping you. Um, I missed this, his whole suggestion because he froze. Okay, Lisa, I don't know. I don't know if you can hear me now, but there will be a recording of this session. So sorry, uh, am I freezing for everybody else or is just Lisa? Can you please say if you are listening, if you are hearing me to me, okay? Because I think it's fine. Fine for me. Okay, so uh, guys, if you are feeling, if you feel that you are feeling uh, that it's unfrozen, get out of the session and come back to it. Sometimes that resets the connection for yourself because it seems that it's not for everybody. It seems that it's just for you, okay? Uh, I can hear, fine here. Thank you, guys. So do you have any advice on how to remove the blocks that block you from your goals? So, Robbie, uh, I will say the same thing that we were saying, okay? So the law of attraction states that once you get clear and clarity about how what you want, your job is to maintain your vibration, maintain your high energy, okay? High vibration. How do you maintain high vibration? Good vibes, however you want to call it, by feeling good. How do you feel good? By focusing on the things that you can control, focusing on the things that you are grateful for, visualizing your desired reality, doing anything that you want to do that is putting you in a place of positive vibes, in a place of I am grateful for what I already have. I am grateful for the possibilities. I'm excited about the possibilities of this specific goal. When I can achieve this specific goal, my life is going to change in this and this and this way. And then I'm going to be able to do this, this and that for people. And if this is the right fit for me and the universe is listening to me, I will really ask for this to manifest. And then start noticing how you feel when you are saying these things, right? And then just sit with yourself. And then anytime you notice something coming up that is a limiting belief 
something that is telling you that you cannot do it, something that is a limitation, something that is self-doubt. That's your job of identifying what am I feeling this way right now? Why is this showing up? And what do I need to work here? What do I need to rephrase? What do I need to change to maintain my vibration, to maintain that good feeling, okay? And again, guys, it's difficult to maintain this all the time. It is. But that's why the more intention, the more attention you put into this, the more you are going to be able to maintain your vibrational state, the more you're going to be able to step into positive emotions. And that's going to send positive vibes into the universe, okay? And that's going to help you then allow that thing that you want to come. So Smith says, uh, I feel blocked though I start my morning with affirmation and meditation. End of the day, I feel hopeless after all my actions. Uh, sorry that you are feeling that way, Smith. Uh, sometimes it's normal to feel that way. Again, I think it's important to reflect about when are we changing, okay? When are we losing awareness and then letting our mind just run wild and going into the dark, going into the limitations, going into the negative beliefs, going into getting triggered. And this is a, this is difficult to do, okay? So let me share with you some of the things that the book recommends, okay? Some of the things that, that you can do to eliminate the doubts, it's identifying when they are showing up, okay? So one example of a limitation that you are going to notice in yourself, okay, is that the shadow work is identifying your blocks and negative emotions. Uh, kind of, Robbie, shadow work is... There are different definitions out there, but shadow work is anything that is in the shadow, anything that happens that is kind of negative, is not serving you, uh, is, for example, there are different archetypes, okay? So there is the, the, the warrior archetype. That's one of the archetypes, right? Warrior. That word, warrior, for some people is triggering because the, the shadow portion of the warrior archetype, the warrior is a kind of energy that we all have inside. It's the energy, the energy that makes us fight. Fighting doesn't mean going and killing someone. Fighting means I am fighting against my limiting belief. I am fighting against, um, I'm trying to master this. I'm, I'm fighting this bad habit that I want to create. I am, I am trying to change my energy. I'm trying to, so you are stepping into that warrior energy that allows you to have energy to do something, right? So the positive aspect of that warrior is doing something for, for good, doing something to change yourself, to change your habits, to be a better person, to maintain your energy. That's the good part of the, of the warrior energy, right? The shadow part on the other side is when people use that energy to do bad things. They just go and kill someone, they start wars, they use it for, for self, like for, for selfishness. It's not for the good of everybody, it's just for the good of, the, of themselves, to be more powerful. You know what I mean? So that's the shadow part of that kind of energy. So when you look at any energy in life, in the universe, the shadow part of that energy is going to be the dark side. It's going to be the side that you are trying to change. It's going to be the ego. Some people call it the ego, right? It's that ego that is controlling you sometimes, but you don't want it to control you. You want 
you want to maintain your f positive energy, but then there is a voice inside of you saying, Emilio, you're not good enough. Emilio, who the hell are you to be doing these lives? Why are you guiding people if you have no idea what you are talking about? That voice, that's, that will be the ego in my head telling me what not to do, right? So I hope that's helpful. Again, there is a really good book from uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer that is called Your Erroneous Zones. Guys, that book, it's beautiful. It talks about the ego. It talks about all the shadows that we have inside, why they are there, how they manipulate us. And, and it's so beautiful, so well breathing. And it's very scientific. It's very like a tangible. It's not very abstract. So read that book, guys, if you can, because I read it and it changed my life. Okay. Thank you, Vicky. Sometimes I just break down alone because I'm disciplined and work hard for my dream. Only the worry of finance blocks me to move forward. Um, so the book, it's called, oh, sorry. Uh, the book that I mentioned is from Dr. Wayne Dyer and it's called Your Erroneous Zones, okay? And the book that we are talking about today is called The Law of Attraction by Michael J. Lozier, okay? So guys, a great way a great way to identify a limiting belief is when you do this. I would like to write a book, but I can't because I don't have a university degree. Okay? So anytime you find yourself saying I can't, saying because, that's a word that needs to trigger your brain. Okay? When you find yourself saying something because I can't because blah, 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 that because blah, 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 that blah, blah, blah is your limiting belief. So for example, I would like to write a book, but I can't because I don't have an university degree. Okay. I would like to start my own business, but I can't because I am too old. I would like to have a more slender body, but it's so hard because everybody in my family is overweight. Okay. I would like to have an ideal mate, but I can't because I am too fat, too old, or too shy, or whatever you are telling yourself, okay? So all those things, imagine that you are telling yourself that, okay? Imagine that, that I'm telling myself, Emilio, pff, I would like to start my own business, but I am too old, or I don't have, I don't, I don't have a university degree or, or, on business, so I cannot do that, okay? But then I'm doing affirmations in the morning, every morning, Emilio, you're going to start your own business, Emilio, you're going to do this, Emilio, you're going to have a... a people working for you, Emilio, you're going to be serving a lot of people. But then my thoughts go always to, I'm too old. I don't have a university degree. No one is going to listen to me because I don't have the required skills. What do you think is going to happen? Am I allowing this to happen or am I, am I sending good energy or bad energy? Do other people's negativities affect you? My thought process yesterday was to trust others. Will will do what they were supposed to do, but the opposite happened. So V, do other people's negativity affect you? We are all energy and we are all affected by the energy surrounding us, okay? You can choose what to do with that energy. You can sense that energy coming and you can protect yourself if that's what you want to do. Uh, you cannot create for someone else. You cannot manifest for someone else because we manifest with our emotion, with our vibration, right? but absolutely you can get affected by other people's energies. That's why this morning, for example, I was sharing with you that my wife was sensing my negative energy 
around my daughter because I was getting triggered and she chose to leave because she wasn't feeling well. So that's a way for her to protect herself from me being negative, right? And if I feel that a person is attacking me in some way, because if you read that book that I recommended, you will see that at, at the end of the day, all the conversations that people are having, all the fights, they are a fight for energy. That's what it is, guys. If something happens in life and there is a winner and a loser, the winner took the energy and the loser feels drained. Do you feel, do you think, do you resonate with this? Anytime you have a conflict, the person who wins gains the energy, gains the control, gains whatever. And the person who loses is a loser, right? It's drained. It's like he lost. If you don't, if you don't fight for the energy, if you are able to see what's going on, you are able to see that person coming, you sense that that person is not feeling well, you sense that that person is trying to manipulate you in some way, but you don't let them, it takes two to fight, okay? So you are not letting that person fight because you are not fighting. You are not reacting, you are not getting triggered, you are not fighting for the energy, you are not doing anything because you know what you need, you know what you want and fighting is not in your plan. So that person will go to look for someone else to fulfill his desire, right? Or will try to be physical, but then you have to protect yourself, okay? I hadn't thought of that. Practice conflict resolution, so, so both. Yeah, guys, when I read that book from uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer and I was reading the ego and how the ego works and why we do the things that we do, it's so interesting. And I start observing that in people, right? I start observing conversations and sometimes I choose not to participate, not to talk because deep inside, think, I don't want to fight for the energy. I don't need it. I don't have to like try to like ha like increase my voice and try to make my point go through and I just don't care. So I just sometimes people say, oh, Emilio, you're so shy. You don't talk. It's like, I just don't want to talk here because maybe you guys are talking about something that I don't care about and I don't make my point. I don't need to have a strong point on this conversation. So I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but that's that's what, what comes up for me when you ask if other people's energies affect you. And fighting could be a waste of your energy, even if you don't lose. Pick our battles, right? Yeah, absolutely. Always think about why are you fighting, right? Is it necessary? So, because guys, anytime you find yourself saying, I would like to blah, 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 but I can't because that thing that goes after the because, that's, that's your limiting belief. And I would like you to share in the comments some of the things that you find yourself telling yourself. I think fighting can be avoided. Silence is golden. There is a good time for silence and there is a good time also. Sometimes fighting, not fighting, but sometimes communication is necessary. Sometimes stepping in your warrior energy to protect yourself in a loving way, it is necessary, okay? Sometimes it is necessary. But I wouldn't consider that fighting. I would consider that making a request. I will consider that communication clearly. I would consider that other ways because fighting is just doing something because you want to get your way, doesn't matter what, right? So share in the comments, what do you find yourself saying like, I would like to do or to have X, but I can't because blah, blah, blah. Let's just see some real examples from you guys. And I'm happy to share one from me. I would like to move into a bigger home that facilitates our lifestyle better, but I can't because I don't make enough money, because it's really expensive, because it will take a lot of work to maintain, because the bills will be super high because 
it's not as efficient environmentally speaking because so there are so many things that come to mind okay so that's why i need to watch myself uh definitely a proponent of silence is golden yeah sometimes silence is it's better than saying something that doesn't make any sense right isn't would like to negative yeah you you can say you can use a word that makes you feel better maybe you can say i i am this or i want this but when you are talking to yourself sharing a limiting belief you are going to probably be using that term you will be using i would like to but i can't uh, i wish i uh, maybe in the future i will you know what i mean you are not using like i am going to start my own business or i will start my own business or this is happening you will be doubting yourself so the language that you're going to be using is not going to be strong it's not going to be confident okay i'm not good enough self-doubt a limiting belief i have is saying it's so hard for me to lose weight since the women are all bigger sizes and i have had difficulty in the past trying to lose weight uh, i want to be a travel blogger but i can't because i don't know how to blog or have money to start out thank you robbie should we say we have it already uh, Lisa, some people, so I want to finish my book, but I am not a good writer. Thank you, Brenda. So should we say that we have it already? Again, anytime you make a statement, Lisa, if you are making a statement that, for example, I don't know what is it, what you want, but if you want, if you want to like have a specific thing and you say, I want this or I have this, and that produces a negative emotion in you because you are doubting yourself, I will say change the language. I will invite you to maybe say something like, I am in the process of gaining awareness about how to do this, okay? Uh, I am too old. So I am in the process of learning how to be young again. That's somebody my age. Okay, so that's, a, that's another one. Guys, some people, like go to university when they retire. Are they too old? I don't know. They have the time, they have the money, they have the energy. Why are they too old? Like, oh, like age is in your head. Would love to hike Appalachian Trail, medical issues too old, don't like ticks. <laughs> Lainor, so again, you can probably find a way. I just wanna say one thing. When I was in Nepal, I was climbing the Himalayas in there, guys. I saw two older women two older women in their 70s with sticks walking really slow and I, I passed them and I, and I just asked them like wow like I'm just curious like uh, where are you guys coming from they were doing the exact same route that I was doing like I don't know seven eight day route through all the Himalayas going through over like a 5,000 meter mountain it's like and I asked them like how are you doing this we're just taking our time we are trying to do this we are giving our best we are having fun we are enjoying the environment one step at a time and if we cannot make it to the end we don't care but we are gonna try our best and they were just there slowly in their 70s climbing the mountains so guys never too old i kite surf sometimes i was kite surfing and there was this guy that came to me very skinny very thin uh excuse me would you mind holding me while i launch my kite because i'm afraid that i'm gonna fly off and I was talking to him. His name was Ed. And then he's 86 years old. 86, guys. 86 years old. And he's kite surfing. Like, way better than I, I did. 
So guys, there is no excuses, okay? Never matter what other people think about it, you should always try. Yeah. I want to find my calling, my contribution to improving the world. That supports me, but I feel I am too confused and incapable. So Catherine, maybe you have to rephrase that to say, I am in the process of exploring ideas to find my calling, to connect with my calling, to tune in into my calling. Right now, I don't know what it is and I am okay with it, but I am taking steps to exploring, to getting curious, to open my mind to new things to come into my life. And I ask universe to please show me the light, show me the way, tell me what, I, what I'm supposed to be doing. And then you start paying attention to your day. You start paying attention to your feelings and then intuition. Guys, when this happens, a great way to, to know that you are in the flow is when you start to see things in your day to day. I call them signs. Some people call them synchronicities. Some people call it luck. But sometimes things start flowing in your life. And when you pay attention, you feel like, oh, that feels kind of I have to do that. And then you listen to that voice and then you do that thing. And then that thing takes you to another one. And that thing takes you to another one. And then it's like an adventure. You start going from thing to thing and everything starts flowing in a way that you haven't planned, but it's taking you to where you are supposed to go. Okay? So guys, start paying attention to your day to day. Start paying attention to those signs. Okay? Start asking for signs and then pay attention. What's coming up into my day? And start following your instinct. Okay? Uh, yeah, Janet, this will be saved. Why are you laughing so loud? <laughs> Uh, we'll have to work on the tick issue. Oh, yeah. Okay, so synchronicity is really important, guys. The way for you to know that you are allowing things is when you start noticing synchronicities. Okay, you start noticing like, wow, this was so lucky, right? How does this happen this way? Wow, like I'm so lucky. When you start saying I'm so lucky, that means that things are starting to flow in your life. We can say yes to everything, right, Emilio? What do you mean yes to everything? You have to get clear about uh, what you need, Becca. Yes, saying yes to everything, uh, it depends what that is, right? Uh, we only have intention and attention for specific things. Uh, if you feel overwhelmed, that means that you are trying to do too much, right? When you are feeling aligned, you will never feel overwhelmed when you are aligned, okay? Some people have the capacity to take on a lot of stuff and some other people, they can only take one or two things at once, okay? Thanks, Emilio, but why do I keep denying to follow up on ideas that come to me? So, Catherine, that's, that's, that's a limiting belief. Ask yourself, like, why am I always denying to follow, to follow these things? Why don't you allow to follow those things? Anytime you see a sign, allow yourself the curiosity to explore it. And if it doesn't take you anywhere, don't be upset. Just don't have any expectations. It's like a child goes to a garden. Do you think the child has an agenda on I'm going to go to that flower and smell it and then after that I'm going to go to that tree, I'm going to hug the tree and then I'm going to come to the grass, I'm going to lay down and then I'm going to go there and see the sun. No, they just flow. So allow yourself to flow, okay? Allow yourself to see the signs and then take them with curiosity and say, I'm going to see what happens if I do this. I have this gut feeling of doing this. I'm just going to do it. I don't know why, and I have no expectations, okay? So you will not get, get upset because you have no expectations, okay? 
Yes, because when we are aligned to universe, gives us energy back as we contribute to the highest good with our energy. Yeah, Amy, that, that's what happens, guys. When you are curious, when you start getting in the flow and you start like feeling that way, you trust the process and everything is going to show up at the right time and you're going to be taken care of. I promise you will. Okay, so some of the things are... Some of the strategies that this book recommends when you are feeling doubt, when you are having like limiting beliefs, okay? So limiting belief one, for example, I would like to have a more slender body, but I can't because all my family members are big. So you can say, you can start by questioning, is there anyone on the planet who has a different body size than other members of their family? And then you say, absolutely, yes. Question, if so, how many people have this today and yesterday and last week and last month and last year, okay? And then the allowing statement that you will come up with for that specific example will be thousands of people, even in my neighborhood, have different body sizes than their family members. There are millions of men on the planet that have a more slender body than their father or brother. Okay? You can tweak that sentence to feel good to you. But what I'm going here with is that instead of you focusing on what you cannot do or the limitation that you are facing, you are exploring the idea of like, no, there are thousands of people in the world, millions of people in the world that they are different than their parents. Their body size is different. Okay? So... For those of you guys who came late, don't worry, there will be a recording. So make sure that you join my circle, Your Thriving Lifestyle, and then I will share a link there, okay? Because I cannot recap everything that I have said in the last 15 minutes. Another example, guys, limiting belief number two. I would like to start my own business, but I can't because I am 50 years old, okay? Question, is there anyone my age on the planet that has started their own business? Yes or no? Absolutely. If so, then how many people have been doing this today, yesterday, last week, last month, and last year? Okay? The book is called The Law of Attraction by Michael J. Lozier. Okay? And I will put it on the circle for you guys to have. Okay? So the allowing statement, the allowing statement for this example will be right now, there are hundreds of people in their 50s who are starting and running successful businesses, okay? There are millions of 50-year-old plus successful business owners in the world, okay? So you have to write your allowing statement that makes sense and that opens up all the possibilities, okay? So another example. Janice allowing statements for, for her relationship, okay? She says, hundreds of people meet no, hundreds of people met their ideal partner last month. Thousands of people are on first dates today with a person who will become their lifelong ideal partner. Okay? Hundreds of thousands of couples are enjoying each other's company today. So you can keep going and going and going with generalizations that open up the possibilities that you want to tap into. Okay? Yeah, Coronel Sanders started his business at 62. Yeah, guys, there are like... Dr. Wayne Dyer, guys, I don't know if you're familiar with him. If you, if you look at his history, he was a teacher and then 
he, when he was almost retired, that's when he started to do all the things that he did in his life, almost in retirement, right? And he produced, he brought so many books, he was on TV, he did amazing stuff when he was retired. Was he too old? For some people, yes. For him, he said, no, I'm not too old. I have a lot of energy to give. So, okay. About financial situation, some examples. Millions of people are receiving checks today. Okay. Every day, billions of dollars are moved from bank account to bank account. Someone just received a check this minute. Hundreds of thousands of people win prizes and money every day. And you can keep going and going and going. So the goal of these generalizations is to first un uncover the doubt that you are experiencing. Okay, these are the steps. First, become aware of the doubts that you are telling yourself. Okay, then ask yourself those questions. Is there anyone in the world experiencing what I want right now? And then start making statements that feel good to you. St statements that are inspiring to you. And then always write them in third person. Because when you do that, you are not saying that you are going to be doing X, Y, and Z. It's not going to trigger you. It's going to inspire you. And remember, everything that we are doing here is to help you change how you feel. From lack, from limitation, from negative vibration and emotions to positive ones. So any exercise that you do that can raise that emotion into a positive one, beautiful and perfect, okay? We just need to get over the restrictions that society has conditioned us to believe. Absolutely, Jen. We have so much programming in our in our heads. Okay, so so some oh, some tools to help you allow. Celebrate the proof. So start journaling the things that you want. Start with with simple things, with smaller things. Okay, write them down and then start noticing when they show up and how they show up. Okay, so start and celebrate. Celebrate the proof of it. Celebrate like, wow, I was asking for this and I received it, amazing. Okay, appreciate and gratitude, that's huge. Anytime you are feeling gratefulness, is that positive or negative? Just think about it. Every time you are being grateful about something, are you experiencing something positive or something negative? And we can only send one vibration at the time. Okay, so if you are feeling grateful, you cannot be feeling all the things at the same time. That's why gratefulness is such a powerful tool because it helps you go from maybe feeling lack or, or feeling like something negative to, wow, I'm feeling grateful. This in my life is really good. I feel really well about this. And then you start to ramp up your positivity, okay? Find balance between the two until you call it. Okay, so use the expression, I have decided. So I am in the process of, I have decided, lots can happen. So remember to use those generalizations that will help you understand, no, there are a lot of people out there that they are, are, they are receiving that right now. So why can't I? Okay, ask for information. Anytime you are stuck, make sure that you ask for information to people, to the universe, just get clear, say, guys, I want a house. I don't know how to get started in the process of finding my home. So I would love some, some information, please. And then when you do that, you are telling your brain, we are looking for information for a house. We are looking for information for a house. And when an opportunity shows up that can help you identify that, do you think your brain is going to trigger and say, hey, we wanted that? 
pay attention to that. Do you think your brain will do that or not? It will, because you told you told your brain, I'm looking for information to, to know how to do a house, how to buy a house, right? So just remember that, ask for information and then allow the law of attraction to figure it out. So let go of, once you get clear of what you want, your job is to be grateful, to always maintain your positive vibration and let go of the how-to. The how-to is not as important. You don't have to control everything, every step of the way, okay? So those are some of the strategies that the book uh, recommends. And then the last thing I want to... So I want to read this to you that I mentioned before, but very, very important. Remember, the law of attraction does not care whether you are remembering, pretending, celebrating, playing, creating, complaining, or worrying. It simply responds to what's in your vibrational bubble. So find proof, rejoice, and send out a positive vibration. So what I mean by this, it's like the universe, the law of attraction, responds to the vibration that you are sending out. And the vibration that you are sending out, it's going to be conditioned by your feelings and emotions, okay? That's why if you are visualizing something in the future, but you have the capacity to connect with how you are going to feel, you are doing that. The sentence of fake it until you make it, why do you think that sentence exists? Fake it until you make it. They are inviting you to fake it, to really experience it, and then it will happen, right? It will become a reality, but you have to fake it first. I'm going to make a list of memories when the universe supported me in the past, a list of evidence that the law of attraction is real. Amazing, Amy, that's great. You should totally do that. And read that list anytime you feel doubt. Thank you, Emilio. This was a perfect way to start a new year. I feel incredible, hopeful, grateful for you. You are most welcome, Sue. Thank you for being here. You guys are doing the work. I'm just guiding you through the process, but you guys are being here and you guys are listening and you guys are setting the intention and making this a priority in your life. So I honor you for that, okay? So this is the recap of today's session, okay? Allowing is the third step of the attraction process, okay? Allowing is the absence of doubt, okay? Doubt is a negative vibration. The negative vibration of doubt cancels the positive vibration of a desire. A limiting belief is a repetitive thought, okay? When you say, I can't because X, you have just uncovered a limiting belief, okay? Finding proof helps you remove doubt. Finding evidence that others are having or doing what you want to have or to do helps remove your doubt. Remember the statements that we were doing in third person. The purpose of allowing tools is to help you remove doubt. And then 10 allowing tools that we share, celebrating the evidence of proof, record proof that the law of attraction of things that you have received, appreciation and gratitude, use the expression, I am in the process of, I have decided to, lots can happen, okay? Ask for information anytime you feel that you don't have enough information. Make yourself an attraction box. That's making yourself 
a box. This is page 109, okay, 109. This is the wrapping up section of the book, okay? Make yourself an attraction box. An attraction box is a, a box where you can write things, cut pictures, whatever, of things that you want, and then you put it in that box. And what you are doing there, you are setting the intention. You are attracting the, 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 the things that you want, right? Create a void or vacuum. That means create space for something new to come in. This can be physical, or this can be calendar, or this can be time and energy-wise. And allow the law of attraction to figure it out. Allow, allow the law of attraction to figure it out. And I know this is the this is the like what? So I when I ask for something and then I don't have to do anything. It's not that you don't have to do anything, you don't have to control the process, okay? So M, the book is called The Law of Attraction by Michael J. Lozier. Okay? So guys, we are at the end of the session. This was a great session. I think at uh, the law of attraction, I'm really trying to embrace it, try to like become aware of it, remind myself to take the steps too, because it's not easy, right? You have to remind yourself constantly of the things that you can do, the possibilities that you have. I will, I will encourage you, uh, the circle is called Your Thriving Lifestyle. If someone can type it in the chat, that would be great, please. Um, Anna says, my first exposure to your sessions, Emilia, I find your energy and delivery and great. Gracias. Thank you, uh, Asa. I love you having you here. Okay. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this session, just click somewhere up here and then uh, click on that donate and then uh, join my circle and, and I will share a recording in there and just check my other two courses. I have two courses on Inside Timer that you can check. So make sure you check them. And I would like to say that to wrap it up, make this fun guys make this you can create a ritual maybe you can do this with someone else uh sometimes my wife and i we do a ritual that we kind of set the intention and maybe we write things on pieces of paper and then maybe we do a burning ceremony where we say okay this is what i would love to see in my life and these are the reasons why and, and this is how i want to feel and then we kind of visualize it together and then we maybe burn that piece of paper uh, and then let it go. That's a, a representation of like, I set my intention and I am happy to let it go and trust the process. Okay. And my only job is to remind myself of the things that are important to me and maintain my vibration, maintain my emotions by being grateful, by uh, reminding myself of what's possible, by avoiding getting in the trap of limiting beliefs, self-doubt and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, that's what you can do. Integrate this knowledge in your life in a way that feels aligned to you, in a way that feels playful. Uh, share this with people that you feel may benefit from it and you can do it together. Emilio, it really helps to hear you say we don't need to try to control everything. And, and we just don't, because sometimes it's difficult to do that. But sometimes we don't have to control how things happen. It's okay to try our best and to, to take steps, but when you start feeling aligned, when you start grounding yourself and you have the clarity of what you want to see in your life, the next step will start showing up for you. You don't have to like, you don't have to worry. Everything is gonna fall into at the perfect time for you. But you just have to have open eyes to see it. And, and you have to allow yourself to actually be curious 
and, and don't don't doubt things. Sometimes the intuition comes in ways that we, we just say, that's so stupid to be true. That can be so simple. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it's just, sometimes I remember things in my life, why they happened. And the trigger moment was something very silly. But if I, w if I didn't do that specific thing, I will not have had exposure to all the things that happened after. So, so many times things come in a way that, that you won't know how they come, but you have to keep your eyes open, okay? Thanks, Emilio. We truly appreciate you sharing your kindness and wisdom. Thank you, Julia, so much. Thank you guys for your donations. Uh, thank you for sharing your own practices, Emilio and everyone. And yeah, guys, and I would love to, to read in the circle how you guys are implementing these things because we are all unique. And I know you're gonna find ways to integrate these things that are gonna be amazing. And I wanna learn from them too. Emilio, thank you for sharing your limiting belief about your home. I want to share my fiance and I, after a year, found the perfect little condo in Sedona, Arizona, walking distance from my favorite cafe and five minutes from the vortexes. Amazing. My belief was that only rich people live in Sedona, but after eight offers, we finally got the perfect one. I know this was universal alignment. Congratulations, Amy. Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I honor you for that, for sharing that. Uh, Robbie, the circle is called Your Thriving Lifestyle. Okay. Okay, guys. Do you have any other questions for me before I go? Uh, I won't see you again this week because I'm going for a family trip. But next week, we're going to be talking about um, time management for parents. And I also have a session about emotional triggers and that session will be I'm gonna be sharing some of mine and and how I became aware of them and, and the work that I'm doing around them and then hopefully we can do something together where you guys share the ones that are coming up for you and I have an idea I was thinking because I've been doing a lot of sessions about books and I know I thrown a lot of content at you and it may feel like a lot and overwhelming sometimes so I was thinking that maybe moving on with maybe at least one session a week, maybe I can do like a Q&A where we just open up the space to share what's happening in our lives and then we can support each other. And I don't know, how do you guys feel about that? Because I was feeling, I was feeling that way. I was feeling that maybe I should create a couple of sessions where it's just us being here and us just talking about the things that are happening right now in your life and then diving into those things and maybe using the chat to give you space. So, for example, I will say, okay, now I want someone to share something that they want to work on. And then, if, for example, I don't know, if Monica says, I want to go, then we stop writing in the chat. And the only thing that we do is we allow her to kind of explain and then we, we kind of go through it. And then after I open the chat for everybody else to share, and then we do the same thing with another person. Like, is that something, I don't know how it's gonna work, because I, I wish we could see each other, but let's just make the best out of, of what we have, right? And I feel that maybe a session like that will be very supportive, rather than me throwing more content at you. Because sometimes I feel it's like, you need time to kind of take action and, and embrace everything that you are learning, right? Great idea, let's give it a try, that sounds good. Okay, so I, I do have three more sessions booked, but I will book, the next one will be like that, okay? 
the universe will guide the rhythm of the exchanges. Great idea. Yeah, Amy, that, that's what I mean. Sometimes I have a lot of structure in these sessions because I want to make the best out of them. But sometimes it's nice to just free flow uh, because that way it's not me like dictating how things go. It's like, uh, Amy, my workshop is going to be in January. Uh, Inside Timer is fully booked uh, for workshops. So my first workshop is going to be in January. Uh, and then the I'm doing the first workshop. It's a two-day workshop. And it's about embracing minimalism in your life. And then in February, I am doing a series of five workshops about intentional living. Okay? And that one will be five sessions with Q&A and, and you will have resources and everything. And then that will come. But it's not going to be this year. Sorry, uh, we could do something through Zoom if you guys want, but uh, it cannot be through Inside Timer. Okay, if you are interested, share your ideas in the circle, and I am happy to explore the idea of doing something prior to uh, before the workshops are, are live here on Inside Timer. Okay, people care for you, maybe you can talk of friends. Uh, okay, okay, guys, if you thank you so much for your support, do you have a list of all the books so far, perhaps in the circle? Yeah, like a, there is a recording of majority of the sessions I have done, M. So you can find them. So when you go, M, when you go to the link that I share, that goes to my website, right? And then you will see that um, I have the information of the courses I have, the circle. There is an email capture in case you want to get updates about the sessions that I do every week. And then at the bottom, there are all the recordings together in there. Okay? So you will see that you can listen to all the recordings in there. That's how it works, okay? I, I just cannot share links in here, but you can find, if you go to my profile link, you can also find it there, okay? Okay, thank you guys. Have an amazing rest of the week and I will see you on Tuesday, okay? Adios.